and I'm Sydney, and, and welcome, welcome to Whole Lotta Baca. In this episode, we're finishing our discussion on Bungo Stray Dogs. Spoiler alert, we will finish up discussing all of season three, so join us again next week if you haven't watched yet when we discuss the quirks of My Hero Class 1A. All right, let the Bacchanus begin. Alright guys, so we finally made it back around to season three of Bungo Stray Dogs. Yes. Me and Sydney completely forgot how much shit goes down in this season. And because of that, I forgot how much I love this season. Or in general. I know. <laughs> like I was getting so excited. Like I almost watched the whole season again. I mean it all is over again. 12 episodes. I almost watched it all in one day but like I had other shit like I'm an adult (laughs) I got other things to do so I almost watched the whole season in one day and it shocked the hell out of me because I was like wow this show is that damn good and this season starts with Chuya's backstory which is like was already the best way to begin the season (laughs) yes because you know how we feel about Chuya like he's the if he if Dazai was not in this show Chuya would be just number one by himself. But for me, Dazai yeah. and Chuya are both number one for me. He would, yeah, he'd be my favorite character if it wasn't for Dazai. But I also can't put him over Dazai, so. Right, that's why they got to sit at the right, at the same <laughs> level. Right there. Yep, they're neck and neck, they're neck and neck. But Chuya's backstory was very, like, was probably the favorite part of season three for me. Because of the fact that we, in season one and season two or whatever, we see that Chuya and Dazai don't like each other, but obviously we have no fucking clue why. And I love actually finding out why it was the fact that Chuya is a part of like the fucking sheep and the sheep don't like the poor mafia anyway. And then rivalry. Yeah, the little gang rivalry, which is like nothing compared to the poor mafia because the poor mafia is so much bigger than the sheep. And then Dazai, like, going, seeking out Chuya. Because he actually sunk out Chuya, seeked out Chuya. What's the past? I don't know what the past tense of seek is. But he looked for him. Is there a past tense? Is there a past? Is seek? (laughs) (laughs) You understand what I mean, okay? You looked for that man. But that's funny. (laughs) He looked for that man. And just off the bat, Chuya is like, at fucking Dazai's throat. At this point in the show, I don't remember if in season one or two, did we mm-hmm. know already that they used to be partners? Yeah, season two, when uh, Chuya was going batshit fucking crazy over the squid guy. I forgot his name. La- started with an L, I think. Okay, I think I he, Yeah, I think at that point, that's when we figure out that they, at some point, were partners we just didn't know like how they became partners and all that shit and the fact that they hated each other from the very beginning because it seemed like they just started hating each other after like Dazai moved to the detective agency but no Chewie and Dazai hated each other from the jump from the from the very first time they met literally and the fact that like Mori Sensei had like this whole like thing where he knew that he wanted Chuya, and that was the reason why he kind of like 
made Dazai go after him is because he was like, I know this gravity wielder. He's fucking bomb as shit. Go get him. (laughs) We are, what she is, we're going to try to recruit him to be a part of Port Mafia. So, like, they went and did all that shit. You know what I just realized? What? We complained in the last seasons about how they never showed us, like, we know that Dazai and Octagawa are, like, student-pupil relationship, but we Mm -hmm. never get a backstory on it. So I just realized that in season two, it was kind of the same thing. We knew that Dazai and Chuya were partners, but we never got a backstory on it. Mm -hmm. Here we are at the beginning of season three, and the first thing we get is the backstory on Dazai and Chuya, but we still have not had a backstory for Dazai and Octagawa. That is true. Well, their shit's probably way more, like, crazy and dramatic, and that's why they're, like, pushing off as much as they can for a legit backstory. We do know the reason why Octagawa hates Atushi. We just don't know where this stemmed from exactly. Exactly. Like, we have no, I really have no idea what the dynamic of their relationship was. Yeah. So my favorite part of Chuya and Dazai's backstory, and this is literally the reason that got me, or the scene that got me to watch Bungo Stray Dogs, is when they went to go see Rimbard. I know that's not the name that they call him, but that's like his actual name that they find out. But they go to him, and they're in the garden, and the, those thugs from like that little mm-hmm. gang or whatever come and like, hey, yo, try like, try to stop them because they tried to kill Rimbard, but they didn't. But um, that moment where Chuya was like, oh, you want to fucking play with me? Okay, all right. Literally demolished them within a minute. And Dazai just stood there. I was going to say, Dazai didn't even have to help or do anything. Nothing. I mean, technically, they weren't wielders, so he really couldn't, now that I think about it. Oh, yeah. We didn't know if they had an ability. It didn't look like it because you're using fucking guns. If you have an ability, why are you using guns? So I don't think that they had an ability. So Dazai wouldn't have been able to do shit anyway, technically. But that scene, I remember seeing it on Instagram and being like, bruh. I was just about to ask you how you saw that scene because you were saying that that's the scene that got you into the show. But that's in season three, right? That's season three, right. So I was going to say, like, how exactly did you see this? But okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I followed an Instagram account and they were like, they just showed it. And I was like, yo, that's dope as hell. Didn't even realize that it was season three. So the entire other seasons, I was waiting to see Chuya and I was waiting to see this scene specifically. (laughs) What was also so fire about that whole fight is that he he killed like 30 dudes all with his hands in his pockets. Yes. Never took them out once. I just, oh my God. And the fact that he just stood there while they were like shooting the fuck out of him and it wasn't doing anything. They yes. were literally stopped already before they actually hit him. I love. It reminded me of Magneto from X-Men. Oh shit. <laughs> That's where it, yes, it does remind me that too. And then Daza being a psychopath, literally right after that. Oh my gosh, thank you for bringing that up because what the heck was that? I remember watching that and being like, um, where did this, like, that actually, that actually kind of scared me because we've seen, we've seen flashbacks of Dazai before, but he was never like that. So he was when, never sadistic. Like he was no. literally like just shooting the body over and over and over again with a when he was already dead. Like growing the more he shot him. And even Chuya's looking at him like, what the fuck? You're mentally unstable. Yeah. Like I just it, that actually had me low-key scared of Dazai because I'm like, okay, yes, this is the flashback, and we know that he's changed, but 
what fucking shit does he do in between that and when he leaves Port Mafia? I know. I'm like, okay, I know Dada is not the main character of the show, and clearly he, he should be because he's I'm the main need, character of my life. <laughs> I need more information on what the heck happened between 17 year old Dazai and how like old he's been now. 21, I think, year old Dazai. I need an explanation because when he was 17, he was out here torturing folks for no reason. Well, obviously, he got a change of heart at, at 19, 20. He's like, you know what? I'm going to be part of the detective agency. Like, what the hell? Where does it come from? I, yeah, I need more explanation. Be- and, and then, then- he acts so silly all the time, like now. You would not think he was over there just like torturing dead bodies for no reason. He was still silly even when he was in Port yeah. Mafia, but he was just even more goofier now. And it's yeah. just like you completely switched. Did you take some psychedelic drugs and that changed your entire life? Yes, I literally want to know what happened in his life that had him acting like that at 17 to begin with. He's already like a 17-year-old kid. And he's like one of the higher-ups in Port Mafia already then. I swear, Daza, this show is about Daza because we see so many backstories yeah. about that surround him that like there's no way that they're not going to give us a backstory on that, what you just said. Yeah, they, they have already to. gave us a backstory on freaking Oda and him. Backstory on Chuya and him. They're going to give us a backstory on Octagawa and him. They have to. They have so to. They're definitely going to give us a backstory of I'm just have to write a strongly worded letter to the writers if they don't. Please. <laughs> you hear us? I we feel like it. also since they introduced, you know, this other personality of Daz eyes, now they have no choice but to explain it. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, why make him like that? We've never seen him like that before. Exactly. It would just throw the whole, like, dynamic off, honestly. Yeah. And then, so like, that. I will look what? forward to it. I said, so I'm excited for that. I will look forward to it. And then, the, like, what also shocked me about Chuya and Dazai's backstory is, like, finding out that, like, Chuya is Atabaki? Mm-hmm. The motherfucker that blew up the city <laughs> and put a crater in it. And I'm just like, your tiny 15-year-old ass was him? But I guess, okay, is he him? Or, like... Is he him reincarnated? Like his spirit's just living inside of this body. I think I think Rembrandt, after they like fought him with the whole like dead boss mafia dude, um, they told they like Rimbard himself says, I don't think that you actually are him. I think you're just the vessel for him. So we technically don't know if Chuya actually is him or not. Is it like a Naruto situation where you know he's got like he can access this power, but like he's evil whispering in the back of his head? I guess so. I don't understand. What I want to know is he acts like he can call that power on, like it's his own, right? But we, but I think the closest thing that we have seen to maybe that since we didn't know before that is season two when he went fucking ham on the squid dude. But we don't know if that was him calling him. Or if that was his own power heightened. So that's another look at this. All things we need to look for in season four. <laughs> I mean, could be wrong. He could be wrong, and Chuya could be the actual. Um, that's what I'm saying. We don't yeah. know for sure. Like he could. That could just be his own assumption. Mm-hmm. But like, right. But the whole like fight that 
two you have with Dazai and uh, Rimbard. I did not see that coming. I figured that Rimbard was going to be a character that we would like he was an important character because we just randomly he just randomly came in he had mm-hmm. a lot of speaking lines and all that stuff so i'm like yeah. there's something about you but i was not expecting him to be the wielder of uh the old boss from port mafia no. that i was not expecting that at all very like, strange very strange and i just i mean i didn't hate it the fight was a little short but it like, was. I didn't expect it to be all big and bad because this literally was like the what the fourth up the third episode of the freaking yeah. season. Of so back, <laughs> right? So like I wasn't expecting a lot, but that whole that I will say that first watching that that whole Atabaki old boss wielder Rembrandt shit was confusing because I'm like, how did they I, all? I was literally just about to say I still am not one hundred percent like certain what was going on there. So what was going on after watching it another time was that um, they thought, I think they thought that the old boss might have been Atabaki, but was using his body or somebody said that they saw old boss as Atabaki. Right. Okay, yes. Yeah. So it was one of those things. And so it just so happened that Rembrandt, Rembard, whatever, Rembrandt was <laughs> one of the dudes that was like a witness that was still alive during that explosion. And the only reason why he lived is because he had like his spatial magic, whatever, right. where like, the box things. And that's the only reason why he survived. But what made Dazai and Chuya be like, that don't sound right, is because of his, his story. About was, looking, being able to see the sea. Yeah, that was so off to them. Yeah. And they were like, no, that ain't nothing right. That ain't right. That ain't right. So that's the re- only reason why they were to find Rimbard. And I was like, you dumb motherfucker. I was like, I'm glad that they caught your ass, but you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> like, why would you put so much detail in your story if you're trying it's to get much. away with it? I know. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't need to tell us about the sea. All you had to tell us was about Atabaki and how you saw him. And he exploded the whole city. That's right. all you need to say. But talking about the he was ocean. trying to make it more dramatic, I guess, you know, when you're trying to act like you were there. I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, and that's what fucks you up. Last time. And that's what fucks you up. <laughs> that's his fault. It is his fault, yeah. They would have figured it out anyway, though. They're smart. True. <laughs> I actually didn't think that Chuyu was as smart as he was. I know. But I guess it makes he was able to figure it out too. It makes sense being that, you know, he was Dazai's partner. But before then, he wasn't. At that point, they technically weren't partners. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because Tuya found out while they were still, like, working together, but, like, not really actual not partners really. yet. He was really still a sheep until the yeah, he was, sheep traded on him. Exactly, and almost killed him. so dumb, because, like, who are they without Tuya? You're, you're going... My thing is, he's the one that y'all call on because they're all, all a bunch of pussies, and I don't even think any of y'all have abilities to begin with. So the fact that you're going to kill the one person that actually always helped y'all like and da- and Chuya was doing it because like it was a good opportunity he wasn't doing it because he didn't want to be a part of the sheep he literally told them I'm doing this so that like I- we can get more information we can't get the information with the five little toddlers I have on this team I know <laughs> so I need to I need to infiltrate 
basically mm-hmm. he was doing his infiltrating and they didn't believe him and all that shit so they tried to fucking kill him and that's when Dazai was like hey I can fuck the, the, the men up for you I can and he did it. and he did he didn't kill he didn't kill the kids though yeah. told not to which is understandable and in the future they're gonna realize that Chuya spared their lives and that they need to bow down and kiss his feet I know right I doubt it though I doubt it we haven't <laughs> we haven't even seen them again after that Good. I know. I hope. I really hope we don't see them again because it would be really unnecessary. <gasps> In my opinion, I so w- one thing about this show is that I really do like the backstories. We've talked about the backstories literally so many times. I love the backstories. I normally don't always like them because I feel like they give you really crazy unnecessary shit sometimes, or they're too long. Mm-hmm. And, I feel like in this show they are long, but they're so good. And they're and also like, unexplained. They're just these random backstories at the right, beginning. But, of I, but I feel like these actually tie in, though. Yeah. For things that you've already seen, right? Like Koya's, or not Koya, Kyoka's backstory with her parents and De- Demon Snow and how she fucking got her and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. When I first saw that, like Demon Snow killed her killed her parents I didn't actually believe that that's how that happened I didn't I didn't know how that was true but I didn't actually believe that that's actually how that was the fact that it was the port mafia who kept telling her that over and over again and like you know trying to make it like hang over her made it seem Mm -hmm. like it was far-fetched first of all I already believed I made the assumption myself that it was the port mafia who killed her parents Mm-hmm. And blamed it on Demon Snow. Yeah, and they just took her in because they wanted her ability, and they mm-hmm. thought it'd be easier to just you know blame and, the the thing and keep her you know her mind all messed up. And it's easy because Demon Snow doesn't talk. So even if like they did kill her parents and Demon Snow didn't, then you could say, oh, it was Demon Snow. Demon Snow can't do shit. Demon Snow can't say anything to defend herself. Right. Like it was an easy target. She was an easy target. And but technically, she did kill her parents. Demon Snow. No, yeah, she did. But like I'm saying, if she hadn't, and the poor mafia did, it would be easy to blame her. But she yeah. did. But it wasn't for the reason that poor mafia was saying that it was. Mm-hmm. It was shits and fucking giggles. Like she actually saved her. And for like Kyoka to find that out, I was like, wow, that's like a really big development in your life. Yeah. Like the fact that you, she hated Demon Snow. Absolutely hated her you know, would actually cut Demon Snow her damn self, which yeah. Demon Snow is a ghost. How did she cut Demon Snow? She'd be like, oh, I don't like people that, I don't like abilities that act on their own, which that's what Demon Snow was doing. Like, she was trying to be nice to her because of the fact that her mom told her to protect Kyoko. Right. But Kyoko was no, not with she Demon You're right. She, she wasn't with Demon So And I don't blame her. I mean, technically I she saw with her own eyes Demon Snow kill her parents. She just did not know the reason why. She blocked out that one that one line that her mother said. She blocked that out completely. Her mother literally told Demon Snow to protect Kyoka. And for some reason, Kyoka remembers everything else that happened that <laughs> night. Except her mother specifically telling her ability to save her life. Yeah. Like, trauma. things The things that it will do to you. Literally twist the entire story in your head. Yeah, so that's for sure. completely different. But also, she wasn't, you know, because I don't think she saw the ninja people coming in. 
trying to kill her parents. I don't think she saw that. No, by that time, her parents had already killed them. Right. I think by the time her attention was actually drawn to what was going on, Demon Snow killed her dad because her dad was about to kill her. Kill her or kill mom? The dad was about to kill um, Kyoka. Mm. And that's why the dad was like, kill me now before I do it. Mm, okay. And so then Demon Snow killed him. And then once the blood. Killed, the blood went into the mother and then the mother almost mm. killed her too. And so then mm-hmm. Demon Snow killed her. So she that was all Kyoka actually saw. All the ninjas on the floor, for all Kyoka knows, Demon Snow also killed them. Right. So, and just went. I doubt she knew her, her parents were assassins. No, yeah, 100%. I don't think that she believed that or knew that either. That scene was so dope, like, when her parents were actually killing the assassin people. Like, if it was yes. not for the blood magic thing, they would not have been dead. No. they That whole scene was so dope, how, how fast they, like, or how smoothly they it killed went. all of them in the middle of their dinner. And it was, like, such, it was, there was no screaming. There was nothing. It was very calm. Like, I yes. wasn't, I wasn't stressed. Like she lightly dodged, like they came to slash her. She lightly dodged it mm-hmm. while the husband shot, and then he and then, like, he lifted up and he right. shot the ring, and the ninja was in the ceiling. Like he ran was, out from like they were running out from all over the place, and they were just having like a regular conversation, killing them. And it was literally just like so calm. Like now they were killing folks, but it was so calming. There was no screaming. There was no like right. serious movement. It was very swift, and I was like, that is. This is just a part of their regular day. Like they're in the middle of dinner. It's hilarious. Eating off ninjas, trying to kill the whole <laughs> yeah. family. You know, whatever. It was honestly hilarious. I really liked that scene. I was like, dang, I wish our parents were still around. <laughs> I know. They were dope. But I know that the one thing that's kind of confusing, and I don't know if that's confusing to you, but Demon Snow and the phone. Mm hmm. That mm-hmm. whole like situation with that, like, I think watch this over a few times to understand what was what, really going on. What my thing is with the phone, what I think about the phone is that I know that her mother was trying to give Kyoka her ability, or potentially going to give her her ability, and she went to somebody to learn how to do that, but like, she wasn't able to because she had died before all of that. But I think. Her getting her her getting Demon Snow was a partial like transformation, and I think that the phone either Demon Snow is tied to the phone because Demon Snow technically like is the ghost of her mother, but is already a ghost before that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so she's like, you know how ghosts attach to one specific item. So it's either that or the phone was supposed to be something a part of the ritual to fully commend Demon Snow into Kyoka. We don't know. But I think those are two really good explanations as to what it could be. I could be wrong. They don't explain the phone at all. Like they do they say don't. it's a partial transformation, and then they're like, "Yeah, I was partial. She didn't get to do the full thing, so it's just in the phone." And it's like, okay, but why? <laughs> why a phone? Like, you know, why not a necklace or like, you know, something? You know what I mean? That's why, why I said it's the last thing. Well, that's why I said it's the last thing her mother gave her. That's what she said. So that's why I'm saying I think that maybe Demon Snow just attached herself to the phone because of the fact that that is something that her that Kyoka's mother owned, yeah, and, and passed down onto her. Which that I mean, could but I'm sure she passed on other things, right? 
But that was the last thing. The last thing. Oh. That's what probably makes that more significant, that it was the last thing. And they emphasize that. Because if she had just given her the phone randomly. When I watched, I watched it over literally three times. They did not say nothing special about the phone. I was looking specifically for if they were going to mention if the phone, like, was anything, like, special. But they literally just said, and yeah, it's in the phone. Like, they, bar- they barely talked about they the They did, but when they found out that Kyoka's, that that demon snow didn't kill her parents just for the shit and giggles that she mentioned that this was the last thing that my mother gave me so that's why i think they made a, a significance to her saying this is the last thing my mother gave me i think that's why they put so much significance on that and that leave it up to your imagination that's the last thing her mother gave her that might be a reason why demon snow is attracted to that because it's the last thing that the mother who had demon snow was is attracted to that that's all I'm saying. I don't think I don't think that they're actually going to give us any more than that. Yeah, I doubt it. So that's why it I said leave it up to your imagination. Honestly, that's why I said leave it up to your imagination. They're probably trying to get people to do that. If they do, great. If they don't, that's going to be my theory: is that ghosts attached to the things that they like. Demon Snow liked the phone because it was a part of the mother. There you go. Boom. <laughs> that's going to be it. <laughs> Not even gonna think anything else until I'm told otherwise. I guess so. Who is your least favorite person out of Bungo Stray Dogs? Hmm. I don't really know. I would probably say the Fitzgerald guy because he's like the worst American portrayal. Honestly, I was gonna say the worst. I was gonna say that too because I just don't like Americans. The way they portray them in anime is, like, never likable. That and his demeanor as well. Like, I just didn't like how he was money hungry. He's like, oh, money buys everything. I'm so powerful with money. I'm like, okay, but money is limited. It's not infinite. So, fuck you. So the fact that his ass came back in season three, I was like, oh, why? Why? But what made it even more stupid is that he's in the slums. In the little explosion. I was so confused because, you know, before he claims that he's doing all this for his wife mm-hmm. because his wife is in denial or either in denial or doesn't know about their daughter's death mm-hmm. because he's just telling her that she's studying abroad. Mm-hmm. And then we see him in the slums. He was basically like, OK, fuck my wife, I guess. Like he no longer cared about her. I just feel like he... You couldn't face her. I think that's what he said. I think he said it to that girl. I can't remember this girl's name. The, the, the glasses, glasses. The servant girl. Yeah, the one with the glasses. I think he mentioned to her that like he can't face his wife after the fact that he lied about his daughter being alive and studying abroad. And the fact that he wasted all their money in a span of 30 minutes. And just imagine her. She's over there like, you know... Drinking her tea in America, whatever the fuck she's doing. I don't know what what they think that we do over here. But she's doing all that shit. Just imagine, like, her servants coming. Madam, your bank account, it's gone. <laughs> like, it's running dry. And, she's oh, like, and then you haven't, and then you can't get in touch with your husband because he's just hiding in the slums. Right. And you're like, that motherfucker, don't come back. Don't come back to this house <laughs> and this family. That's what I thought. That's my interpretation. That's what I would do. Let's put it that way. That's what I would do. You <laughs> ran our money dry? Fuck you. 
And that's why his ass is doing it because he thought he'd be able to like revive his daughter or whatever. I I feel like at some point while he was beating the fuck out of Atsushi that in Atagawa and all that stuff, that you would know that that's not about to happen. I know, right? And I feel like he feels how much money he's spending and I feel like he feels how much money he has left. So he does because he has to say, I think he has to say the amount before he can use it. Oh, that's true. So my yeah. thing is, like, once you got to a certain amount of money that you've already spent, you should already know that, like, bro, maybe I should chill the fuck out and find another way. But he's, like I said, money hungry. Money hungry. Power hungry. He just thought. And he power hungry. It. You know, when you're too rich, you just think you can get away with anything. Goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she was another person that I didn't like. The girl with the glasses. Me too, because I couldn't understand like why she was so obsessed with him. He was a dick from the very beginning that we met him. She's like, she's like I, I, I know you're poor and you can't pay me anymore, but I'll always help you. I'm like, bitch, why? And then she gave up her entire like money herself. She gave up that basically her entire life. Yes, for him. For him. Who has been a dick to her from the very beginning. Somebody who got you in this fucking place to begin with. The and slum. I don't even understand the purpose, like don't tell me you're in love with him. He has a whole wife. <laughs> Please don't tell me that was the reason. And I'm, don't, I don't even say that that's the reason because he's a dick and the fact that he lied to his wife that their daughter was still alive. So if I you know. were not with him, he'd be doing the same shit to you. And you know all of this. Literally, you know his entire life probably more than his wife does now at this point. Because you've been with this man for however long. Since y'all started the guild. So I just... I really didn't like Fitzgerald, but in season three, I actually can't fuck with him. <laughs> after I all that, he did get better. He did get better. I was gonna say, after all that complaining, I will say I fucked with Fitzgerald in season three. <laughs> <laughs> because I really liked how he was able to remake all his money in like a day or two. Literally, just by scamming people and not getting in trouble for it. Yes. Like that whole like, like eyes of God thing. Like the way he was doing it, and even with. Like when he got, yeah, when he got the eyes of God and when he went to the court, I was just like, dang. And he was like, she was like, oh, like you can always pay me to like, because the dude got like scammed or not scammed. He got uh, accused of killing the dude that made the eyes of God. And when the CEO was, when he talked to the CEO, he was like, oh, well, you know, basically you can pay me and I can, I can shut the fuck up real quick. And he was like, oh, for real? Okay. Right, 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 right. Check, check, check. $400,000. Shut up. And I was like, now you dumb as hell. Now, the first time I watched it, I didn't realize what Fitzgerald was going to do. I thought Me that neither. Fitzgerald actually had fucked over the dude that he said he was going to I thought help. so, too. And I was and like, that, mm, once a snake, always a snake. I was like, I was like mm, yeah, Fitzgerald, I knew I still wasn't going to like your ass. But then when he busted them damn doors and he said, I have a recording. Yeah. <laughs> he paid me to shut the fuck up and that's just not what I'm going to do. I will clear it all out. Here is the check. Here is the recording. And he lost it. The CEO lost his mind. It was so that. funny. And that the second, the first time I watched it, I didn't fully grasp what the hell was going on. But the second time watching it, I was like, "Yo, that man, Fitzgerald, you fucked yeah, up." Yeah, he was actually really slick with that one. I so like he that. was my least favorite character, you know, from like season, the seasons before. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I mean, he's still not my favorite character, but I was, right. I can, I can tolerate him now. Yeah. He's redeemed himself. And then on top of that, after all that money that he got, he ended up buying the company Eyes of God. Yes. He went so from he's back to being a billionaire. It literally took him two days to rebuild his wealth. 
he was there only with a, a nickel to his name. And now is probably one of the most, what is it? Wealthiest it, people in Japan. Wealthiest people in Japan now. He ain't even from there. All he did was scam a couple people for two days and get his money back. Crazy. Yeah. And that's why I can fuck with him. Right. Because I was like, you know what? That's dope. Man got his groove back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, oh, wow. I can't. I can't with freaking Fitzgerald. So, what about Fyodor? How do you feel about him? You know, I liked him when we were when we were first introduced to him. Actually, I, I think I still. I think he was pretty badass looking. I was like, yes. oh, he low key reminds me of like, like he could be Dazai's like cousin or some shit. I don't know yeah. why. Just the way he like acts, the way he looks, like, or something. You know, I would not be surprised if we found that out because he's also a little sadistic. Same. I was watching it the second time. I was like, oh my God, if they're siblings or cousins, I'm actually going to love this. You know, like we've come to find out that like, you know, that was the case. And that's why Dazai was a sicko because they were out here just living, <laughs> acting like sick people together. Sicko brothers, sicko cousins together. Yeah. We're holding hands, smiling, shooting people and whatnot. <laughs> so I would not be surprised if like they had some other other reason as to how they know each other besides the mm -hmm. fact that they were like they met each other over like some shit i can't even pronounce it's like well they didn't even say that that was where they met he just said that was the last time he saw the him. last time they saw each other yeah so technically we don't know where they met oh nia i see didn't mm. mm. even that. <laughs> they saw each other there that don't mean they met each they met each other in the womb because they're twins <laughs> They do look alike. They do. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that Irony knew Dazai before and he was very distinct and shit like that, I would, if they, if they introduced Dazai and Fyodor at the same time, I probably would have gotten them mixed up. Yeah. Because of the fact that we see Dazai for two seasons before then, I was like, oh, I know who the hell that is. Right. But they were just yeah, so. I do like him. I really liked the episode um, when he's captured by the Port Mafia executive. Mm hmm. And he has to wear, like, you know, he's trying to get him to be one of his, like, lackeys who wear those collars or whatever. Also, his gym ability is the stupidest thing on earth. Right. The fact that he can, like, change whatever something's worth into gyms. I'm like, okay, what does that do for anybody else but you? <laughs> At least with Fitzgerald, like, he can, like, punch. Okay, but Fitzgerald could actually use his shit for good. What the fuck are gyms going to do, Nia? You going to throw him at me? <laughs> As yeah, well as I mean, yeah. can make his whole body super strong and punch the shit out of people. That's more useful. Yeah. Than gyms. That's true. So, like, and they're only worth whatever he changed. They're like them. killing people for them. Like for like my glasses, my glasses are probably like two, three hundred dollars. No, three hundred dollars. Changing them into three hundred dollars worth of gyms. Okay, cool. It's still worth three hundred dollars. <laughs> Right, it's still worth three hundred dollars. When I sell them to people, it'll only be worth three hundred dollars. They're going to be three hundred dollars worth quality worth as well. Mm -hmm. Quality is three hundred dollars. That ain't shit. I'm going to resell them for three hundred dollars, and I'm going to. It's not even like you got rubies and diamonds. You only got like, you know, amethysts and right. crystals. Exactly. So I'm just like, but the fact that he literally ran a whole part of the mafia 
with this gym ability. I wasn't is, impressed by him. Wasn't, but it's wild that he he's so high up with that with ability like that. <laughs> he had I all just, these only because the fact that he's such a sap like a savage like he's got you he's know cunning. he's powerful. I think because of all those gems that he had, I mean, his ability is not relevant. No, but if you're a villain and you are killing people for gems, like it's stupid. If you're using something you already bought, like if I bought a car that was worth $2,500 and I touch it and it turns into a gem, it's stupid. I still pay $2,500, but if I'm an evil psychopath, I don't have a car to drive around. Yeah. And now I don't have a car, but I have gems. Yay. But if I'm an evil psychopath and I'm just killing people, like I didn't buy you, I just touched you and transformed your worth when you're a person, so you're worth more than a car. And I got all these gems from you, like I'm evil. Now I can trade in these gems for money. So now I'm rich and powerful by doing nothing but killing people. You're rich so and powerful with the gems without trading them for money. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, he doesn't have to trade them in. He can just be collecting gems and he's rich but and powerful. But to get people to actually wear the collar, he has to be cunning. Because, yes, you can turn anything into gems, but you have to be cunning enough to try to, to like, capture people so that they work for you so that they don't get turned into gems. Yeah. I think he gets them in some type of, like, indentured servitude. I forget how he does it, but, yeah. So basically, basically, he's not cunning. <laughs> Basically, what I said about him being I cunning. I mean, he's pretty cunning to get them tricked into it in the first place. Like, you gotta be cunning to trick someone into indentured servitude in the 21st century. Not cunning enough to get Fyodor, though. Fyodor was not having that shit. He was that not. And that scene was so dope. It was so dope. The fact that he thought, because I, he had me fooled too, shit. Yeah. And he was in time and space and could knock somebody out, but then they'd be in his brain and all. Crazy. And all he did was disable the clock, memorize the cards, disable the phone. That's all he had to make it seem like he was in his brain space. Genius. That's Genius. why I wouldn't be surprised if he's related to Dazai, because he just got that type of brain. Like, Dazai has the same type of brain. Like, Jesus, like no planning at all. You put him in a situation, and he immediately knows how to forward yes. it. And the fact that he did that, and drove the gym dude Ace to kill himself. I'm like, bro. First of all, that's like, what happened? What happened? Right? What happened? <laughs> I'm, I'm just speechless. What happened? How long were you in there that it drove you to that? Because it didn't even seem like they were in there. I won't even say that they were in there more than like a day or two. Mm-hmm. I, w I wouldn't even say that. So I'm like, damn. You, um, he must have already been low-key unstable. Maybe he convinced him. Maybe it was one of the things where he convinced him where it's like, you know, you're in my mind space, right? Oh, no, that's what happened. He he yeah. figured out how to get out of the mind space. And he said, the only reason I can get, the only way I can get out of here is if I kill myself, basically. He didn't say those words, but like it was leading up to that. But that's right. what happened. That was the decision he made. Yeah. Thinking okay. he would just wake up and come back to life. And he was in reality. So he died. Because that's normally like in, in types of shit like that. We've, we've seen it all in other movies and shows where like, yeah, oh, in headspace, you have to kill yourself. But the thing is, he wasn't in a headspace. Right, right, right. He was in regular ass reality. And, and that's and how he, 
And that's how it got all of us because we were thinking that he actually had that ability. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, you do have to kill yourself. That's perfect. Do it. And then, oh, shit, you actually killed yourself. You weren't in his headspace. Fuck. Yeah. He got us on that. And then shortly after, he ends up killing the boy that was talking to him saying, like, hey, you're not going to be able to get out of here. Like, Which I thought was messed up. What, that that the boy was telling him that? No, that he he killed killed him. him. Yeah. Right. I didn't think that the boy was going to, like, go to anybody and, like... If anything, he was, like, going to go run and be free. Like, he has his freedom now. Right. I don't see him going like this crazy person. If anything, he was going to be like, yo, Ace held me captive here for a couple years. He's dead now. Go kill the mafia or do something. I don't know. But I don't think that he would be... That he would go to the police because he just killed his captor. If anything, I'd be indebted to you. I doubt it was because he thought he was going to go to police. I think he just was a psychopath and killed him. <laughs> just for, just like Jedi when he shot those, the guard. Just for fun. Like, there just was no actual fun. reason. Didn't need to. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad for that boy, though. I was like, oh. I know. You just got your freedom. Right. I really thought he was going to let him go. And like I was like, oh, my God. The little boy's going to have his life back. And then, boom, dead. Don't. This is when we think we know his ability. Fyodor's? Mm-hmm. He literally touched him, and then his whole head like exploded. And I was like, oh. Okay. Like, Alright. Right. Stay oh. out of here. <laughs> um, if the, uh, yeah. all, this, all this stuff about Dazai and Fyodor being siblings is coming to light. Dazai has to touch you to stop your power. If this is Fyodor's ability, Fyodor has to touch you to kill you. Dazai can't die. He stops your ability when he touches you. Fyodor kills you when he touches you. Bro, I swear, Nia, if they are siblings, if they are related in some way, I'm going to lose it. Honestly. It'd be, I and wonder if it's not at the end. So, you know, we could see yeah. it. I wonder if, like, other people, like, think this way. I'm sure like, people do. Same, like, ones. We can't be. There's no way. Everybody makes conspiracy theories about shows. Right, but and there's and there's so many shows out there to make so many conspiracy theories that there can't be just one conspiracy theory for each group of friends. There has to be multiple friends that have the same ones as us. If you do, please let us know because I would love to talk about this. This is crazy. <laughs> My mind's blowing right now because like we didn't even think about this before we talked about it just now. <laughs> I was just about to say that I was just about to mention that none of this came up before this recording right now. <laughs> all live reactions to this shit okay like and that's what's even more mind-blowing because me and neo talk for hours before we even start and it's still like still spontaneous i know that's absolutely insane but we'll see i guess because we as we know they announced a season four yes i don't know when it's gonna come out but it's fine (laughs) regardless Right. It's coming. That's all that matters. Speaking of Fyodor and his crazy ass, he has the balls to, like, go up against Silver Fox president. Mm-hmm. Which I was very surprised as the fact that that president went down so easily. But, like, he was kind of, like, ambushed. So, And at the same time, you know, we don't know what this man's ability is. So Right. 
okay, you know, but, pre- but like president is good. Like he's a president for a reason. Like you, yeah, I know. Because you don't know their ability doesn't mean that you're not good enough to defeat them. So it was just like really crazy how like quick he got him. Yeah, I could understand if they fought for a little bit, but like literally, president was in that alleyway for all of two minutes and got got. And I was like, damn, president. What's I going was surprised on? too because I really thought he was gonna come up and be like. You know, you fucked with the wrong person, but I didn't think that he was gonna defeat Fyodor. I just thought no, that but I definitely thought he was gonna give him a run for his money. Mm-hmm. You know, fact, like he, I, he went down so easily. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and you're supposed to be the president of the anti-climatic. I was like, I'm not mad at you, but you're supposed to be the president of the de- the detective agency. Okay, all right, all right, cool. <laughs> Right. Well, like so just by like, like disease, but like, or, but also Maury also gets poisoned because of the, the car explosion, and that's when they both got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That cannibalism crap, which Maury thought that he had pulled the wool over their eyes, but no, they were one step ahead of Maury Sensei as well, which is crazy. I'm like, y'all are supposed to be the top. <laughs> the court mafia and the detective agency i mean okay. but even when you're at the top like you can be dethroned okay you've been doing this for how many years well you can still be the you can president still be. has only been doing this for like not two years probably a little bit more than that actually just because they're the head of their organization doesn't mean they're the strongest people in the world okay but to get thwarted this easily that's what i'm shocked about Maury Sensei had everything. We just saw up. him convince a man to commit suicide. <laughs> and he was also a top exec. He wasn't very top, though. President and Maury are the very top. That's different. I can still see you getting a top executive. You're one of many top executives. But the very, very tippy top man of the whole thing getting thwarted this easily? Like I said, I could see if they both gave him a run for his money. Mori Sensei was smart, and they had me thinking Mori Sensei was about to, to actually be close to getting Fyodor. Because he was like, oh, is the trap set in place? And they're like, yeah, Mori Sensei, it is. Yeah, boss. And they're like, all right, cool. Gets in the car. Car fucking explodes. Freaking Mori Sensei's little girl saves him, and he ends up getting stabbed <laughs> by a, pol- a random-ass police officer. And that's how he got the cannibalism disease. I mean, how can you stop something like that? How can you predict something like that is going to happen? You can't, but like, it was just so disappointing because I really, I, at least what, his, his was more acceptable than the way president was captured. But my thing is like, I understand like you couldn't see that coming, but like for once in a show, I actually liked both the quote villain and the good guys. And I rooted for both of them. And I was like, y'all, what the fuck? I'm so disappointed. But at the same time, <laughs> I understand, I guess. Because I yeah, liked them a lot and I didn't want them to die. I didn't want any. I didn't want them to die either. I was upset because of the dynamic of only one of them was going to survive. Like it yes. was tied to each other. I was upset about that because I was like, I like I like both of them. Both of them, yeah. If it was like any other show, I'd be like, all right, kill the other dude. I'm, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I want him to live. But this, I was like, oh, my God, please find a way. And the fact that they couldn't at first find a way to, like, get the virus wielder, the cannibal virus wielder to, like, take, like, they could just couldn't find him at all. 
I was like, oh my god, who's gonna die? And I was like, who do I want to to live the most? And honestly, Mori Sensei. I thought President was gonna be the one to die for sure. I was already I said too. I was I expecting. Like, I feel like we. I feel like Mori Sensei. We see him more, and he seems like a more stronger character. Yeah. Than President. Even though President is strong, President used to be Mori Sensei's body bodyguard and everything. But like, I just see. I just like Mori Sensei. I think is younger than President. Yeah. And so I saw him dying first or being killed first. Mm-hmm. But like all of them. Also, just the dynamic of the show, I thought it would have, like, if any of them were going to die, I feel like it would make more sense for the president to die than for the boss of Port Mafia. Because the Port Mafia is way more like vicious. Like if Exactly. Maury, they even said they're like, if Maury Sensei dies, Freaking mafia will not stop at anything to kill all of Detective Agency, as opposed to President uh, dying. It wouldn't like the it would cease. No. Yeah, they'd be happy. They'd be fine. Like, all right, you don't have a boss. Whatever, you don't have a president. Who cares? So, and there's way more people in the mo- it's so, mafia. It's so it's a much bigger organization that can do more. Yeah. And they both have the same ideologies. Like, they both want peace. So it really wouldn't be that bad. They just go about it differently. So it wouldn't be that bad if the bigger organization stayed alive while the little organization died out, which they wouldn't have died out. They just would have appointed Kunikita. Exactly. They were already planning on that. So I was like, and especially since they were talking about it, I was like, okay, so he's going to die and Kunikita is going to be the new president. And that's going to yeah. be like the, the setting of the next season. That, that, that's what I was thinking. As opposed to Mori Sensei, Mori Sensei got his position by killing the old boss. Right. And making um, Dazai swear to secrecy and to be his false alibi. Yes. So I'm, I'm over here thinking like they haven't been talking about who's going to be the new boss because technically to be the new boss, you got to kill the old one. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's how I feel like it is. I mean, it's not that way. It just so happens. I mean, but nobody but Dazai knows that he killed the old one. Right, but I'm just saying that. That might not be the dynamic. It's not at all. But it just seems like that's like, since Port Mafia is supposed to be like the evil, that the only way that you could be top is if you conquer the old one instead of being appointed it like the detective agency would have. So that's why I was like, oh, yeah, next person to be boss gonna have to kill the old boss <laughs> if the next boss isn't chuya i don't want it my thing is that's the other thing is like i was thinking about that i'm like who would have been that like who would have been because they like i said they didn't talk about who would be the mm-hmm. new boss so i'm like who now i would like for it to be chuya but they still never talked about it because we feel don't like know it would how- have to be chuya is the highest ranked out of all people we've seen no besides the, old the man the old man no. Well, why would they make an old man the leader? He's not the leader now. Someone else could easily kill him. <laughs> Someone but else. He's not like, he'll be appointed, and then, like, Octazawa will kill, kill him. <laughs> and pull, a, uh, pull what Boss did. Well, Boss killed old Boss because he was sick. Exactly. And old. So this guy is old. It will be easy for him to kill him. It easy. wouldn't because he could know because that man is powerful as fuck. Yeah, but they're all powerful. Okay, then that's why I'm like, I don't think that they would kill him. I don't think that they would kill him off just because he's old 
he's still powerful. He could still try yeah. to like stop them, as opposed to old boss. Like he True. was fragile. He oh, couldn't do that. Yeah. yeah, he couldn't. So I can. So yes, I could see them appointing Chuya or him or the girl. I think those are the only ones that I can think of. The girl, the one, who, the one who had um, Kiyoka. Yeah, I forgot her. Whatever snow, light snow. No, that's not light snow. That's fucking tough. It's not light snow. <laughs> you know what I'm talking? Golden snow. Golden snow. Appointing her. All these damn snows. Right. I just realized snow. that. Crystal Again, snow. The other person that I can think of would be Octagawa, but that wouldn't be until after all those three motherfuckers are dead. Yeah. He would be the second after Chuya and all them. So 100% because Octagawa is not highly ranked now. So he's, he's I also still it. an amateur and a child yeah. and very childish and out to kill after she was stupid. And he's clearly not after peace at all. <laughs> right. He killing everybody left and right. Like with ease. So like the whole like fighting scene with, you know, who, who they were going to try to figure out how to kill and like how. Court Mafia came after the te- detective agency and then vice versa. I thought it was so fire, light snow, because I always thought that he was more of a um a helper. We talked about this. Did we not say that yeah. light snow was technically a helper ability? Mm-hmm. And in this season, they actually showed that like he could be an assassin. Don't know why any of us thought didn't think of that while watching him. Because I he- thought he could. I thought that his power was dope. Oh, I didn't think it was that dope. Because remember, my argument was that Asushi would never have won anything if it was not for Light Snow coming to help him. That is true. But that's why I thought that he was a supporter because he was always helping somebody else. He was never fighting. But he's not the main character. I feel like it's only because he's not the main character that we haven't seen him do his own fights because he's not even really like a main side character either. He, he also him. doesn't have the demeanor of a person that would be able to fight by himself. Yeah. He's always like very like, ah, and like, unless you know, his scared. sister's in danger. Right. Unless his sister's in danger. So that's why, like, I just had this feeling. I'm like, there's no way that, like, you would be, like, you're a helper. You're not going to, like, go and fight somebody off by yourself. I don't even think you would be able to, to u- know how to use your ability in the best of your ability to do that. So to see him, like, not only get away from one person, three, an assassin, another redheaded crazy man, and the old <laughs> man. And I was like, wow. I'm like, I actually fuck with you now, Light Snow. I fuck with your ability. I liked you from the beginning. I fuck with your ability more. Because yeah. even they recognize that he would be the perfect assassin. And he would. If I mean, because it. his yeah. ability is basically the one where he can mess with like time with space and, con- and consciousness because he can make you think you're in a reality that you're not in. Like he mm. makes things look like they happen that did not happen. Right. So he right. kind of has the ability where he can control the reality around him as long as it's inside of it, his light snow. Right. But that doesn't mean that he knew how to use it at that point. Because Atushi didn't know how to use Were Tiger. So that's why, like, I guess season three basically showed us that he's not just a whim. He can use his shit for other things, which I like. I'm glad that they actually, like, gave a little something to him. Yeah, I agree. Because I like him. 
I do. Yeah, I like him. I just thought that his ability was a little wimpy because he was wimpy, so he wouldn't be able to use it properly. <laughs> I, I <think> <laughs> so that's why I was like, oh, Takazawa, why? Takazaki. Takazaki. Tanazaki? <laughs> Tanazaki. Something like that. Y'all know that. It is. <laughs> um, so after the whole like fight with Light Snow and those three whatever from Port Mafia, freaking, I don't know how boss, well, not really boss, but first president got con- like regained consciousness because they kept saying that he might not regain consciousness. And yeah. So in my head, I just thought that he wasn't going to at all. But him regaining. Huh? I didn't think he was going to have it either until they broke the um, the cannibalism spell or whatever but it was. They did, yeah, until they did that. Right. Same. But then when he got up and walked out of the fucking hospital or walked out of wherever the hell he was, I was like, what? He was in and Annie's room. In Annie's room. He walked out of Annie's room. I remember Annie had fallen asleep and on the walkie talkie, they were like screaming, saying like, oh, like Rampasan and Kenji were all saying like, oh, they're opening fire you know, on us, da 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 And that's when President woke up and was like, oh, shit, I got to stop this. So there's, like, some disclosed location that both Maury and uh, President talked about that they would go to. Like if yeah. <laughs> yeah, which Just I think is hilarious. Randomly, I'm like, what? I would if I had even if I had told you that, Nia, if I was like, oh, yeah, if something ever happened, we would meet here. I'm not going to remember that. I feel like I'm not gonna. Remember. I feel like I'm. Re- I'm gonna remember something. I might not remember the place. I know, right? I might so, have to call you. And be like, what was that place that we said we would meet at and fight to the death again? If if there, if we didn't plan it, but they didn't plan it. They said if we, if there was ever something that we didn't plan, we would meet here. So like, you wouldn't even be able to do that because technically it'd be planned. True, true, true. They just race smarter than us, Nia. <laughs> I guess, Cause, and, and it was also like twelve years ago they had this conversation. Right, I wouldn't be able to have this. Remember the conversation a year ago if we talked about it. Like, like what the hell? So then, like, they fight to the death. Which at this point, this is when I know I think president's gonna die. Yep, I was waiting for him to die. I this sounds so bad. Trust me, we love president, but. I just don't have that emotional connection with President as I do with Maury. I just did not think his character was so important that they would not kill him. It wasn't strongly developed. The you know only what I mean, time- like you know, in in these shows, there's usually someone that they're gonna kill, right? You know, someone usually dies, and I just figured out of all the people, apart like out of all the players, it would have made it would have been the easiest to kill him. Right. Because that he doesn't have as much of a role as the rest of them. Like, they didn't give him enough character development to make us care about him. Right. Like, the only character development that they get, gave us is they gave us a flashback and how this dude, I forgot his name, I think it starts with the N, gave um, instructions to President to guard Mori Sensei. And then, like, that's how they met each other. That's how they know each other. Whatever. That's the only real backstory that we get on both of them together. Right. So, like, they didn't really give us... They gave us more background or more things to like about Maury Sensei than him. Mm -hmm. Because we don't see him that much. 
We still don't even know his also, ability. Also, during this fight, he has an ability? Huh? Is he a person that has an ability? Did we ever learn his ability? President. I thought we did. I can't remember what it is if we did. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Mm -mm, I can't either. Yeah. But anyway. Um, but speaking of abilities, I wanted to bring up Maury's because apparently this little girl that you all heard me complain about previously mm -hmm. is his power. Mm -hmm. And I'm so confused about that. So is she a real person or not? <laughs> like, she's not. She can't be. She's like demon snow. They're not real. But she'd be, everybody else can see her. She'd be walking down the street like she's a regular little girl. I guess she can take the form of an actual girl. I mean, you could still, like, everybody can see Demon Snow, and she's technically a fucking ghost. True, yeah. So, like, she she takes the form of an actual living, walking child, as opposed to Demon Snow can't, can't actually walk. She doesn't have legs. Or talk. Or talk. This little girl can think for herself, has her own personality. But I think that... An ability. I just I don't understand. Demon and Golden Snow are more like samurais, though, than yeah. Maury's little girl. Like, she's supposed to be a girl, so she has to play the part of a fucking little girl. <laughs> I guess so. But yeah, that's her ability. But we find that out when the car explodes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we I don't do. Think, I don't think I put it together then. Oh. I think you for actually me, this was my first time getting putting the two and two together of who this little girl was. I just think it's weird that that is his ability. Like, why? Right. A little girl of all things? And this is not something he chose. Like, he couldn't have chosen no. her to look like that. There's no way. So I just don't understand, like, why that manifests, at, why she manifests as a little girl and not, like, an old fat man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> an old fat man. And, you know, I'm sure he was, you know, they're all born with these abilities. So at some point in time, he was also a little boy hanging are out with her. Are they all born? No. What Hioka are you talking about? Not, Hioka was not born with it. True, true, true. You're right. Not Hers everybody was born with it. Hers was transferred. Um, but most people who have abilities are born with it. And then Do you can't. Yeah, um, yes, because Osushi mentions that it's a rare thing for it to be transferred. So that assumes that most people don't get it from being transferred. Because mm. mm. he was talking about it as if I heard that that's possible. Not that he's actually ever seen it or heard of it before. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think a majority of people, I mean, just like with, um, okay, here, let's compare it to my hero. Okay. No one knows you can transfer quirks. You can right. do it, right. but no one is aware that you can. Right. Because most people are just born that way. But that doesn't mean you can't transfer it. It's just that a majority of people don't know that you can. Would you consider being born with it, not knowing that you know that you have it until you're a certain age? Like it doesn't, it doesn't manifest until you're a certain age. Is that still being born with it? Yeah. Okay. I consider being born with it as like, this is your gene, a trait that you were born with. Like it wasn't given to you. Like even if you develop it later on, it was okay. inside you innate that whole time. You were born okay. with that ability. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's how I do it. That's so, how I would think it was, but I just didn't know if like, you would consider that that way? Because, like, Gang Orca literally came out as a fucking orca. As opposed to, like, others didn't come out, bla like, Baku didn't come out blasting freaking his mother right. or anything like right. that. So I didn't know if you considered 
straight from birth or eventually developing it as being yeah no i i consider that still from birth it's just okay like deku was not born with it like he swallowed the piece of hair and then he still had to develop it from there yes but Mm -hmm. he wasn't born with it whereas bakugo did not have to swallow no piece of hair for his explosives true they're his they were innately his he was born that way right so yeah all right we're on the same page so i just just making sure i just make sure that's how it is on most shows you know like most shows they're born like that with their right. abilities. So I just assume that that's how it was here. And yes, sometimes it's possible to transfer it, but that's just not the norm. Mm. Okay. Oh, we're just on the I same page. Know. Just had to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> just had to make sure that we were still on the same page about if it was what was born and what's not born and transferred and shit no like worries. that. No but, I see. But yeah, like I, her power, his power, I don't fucking know. Back to that. I'm sure he was also a little boy, you mm-hmm. know, and he was probably still a little girl. Mm-hmm. And I guess he just grew up with her and she's still a little girl. Which is so odd. It is odd. But since she's and an ability, she doesn't age. She's an ability. That is true. And the fact yeah. that she like walks around with a freaking syringe. Why? <laughs> I mean, I he's a like, doctor. I, was like, I feel like that is a part of him being a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because she doesn't always have it. Mm-hmm. I think when he wants her to, he can't. Which I think is pretty cool that he can do that. She can either not have it or have it. I don't know. It is pretty cool. It's just weird. But then, like, you have, like, Atushi and, and Octagawa. And I was so waiting for them to team up, Nia. I know. Like... It was bound to happen. It always happens like that in shows where the two people, like one person really hates one person. The other person doesn't really care, but they're like, why the fuck do you hate me? Those people always get together and fuck <laughs> up. They always do. And when Octagawa oh, and Atushi went into that little cave because they found out that that's where the, like, the cannibal virus was or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I was like, either they're going to fight each other and they're going to ruin this shit. Or they're actually <laughs> like, that's, that's almost what happened. Because as soon as they got in there, Octagon was like, I can literally kill you right now. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, excuse me, you literally, they were just, Nia, they were just in the van. Do you remember that they were just in the van? Yes. And Daz, yes. I was like, all right. Are you gonna are you gonna be a good little boy, Octagawa? And Octagawa was like, Yes, I am. And then literally five minutes later, he's like, I can kill you right now, where where tiger. I'm like, what happened to all that? This is why Daz, I don't fuck with your ass no more. He got issues. And I think that's what I I think I literally said that at that scene. This is why Daza's ass don't fuck with you when I was watching <laughs> Because you what the hell? You're gonna kill his his second prodigy? That he's I working mean, that's on. What he's been trying to do this whole time. Yeah, but you trying to win the heart of Dazai, that's not gonna help. <laughs> he's gonna I know. He's he definitely not gonna talk to you. At least he's talking to you now. I know. You just gonna he fuck up your whole future with Dazai. He gave him praise and everything, and he over here trying to mess it up. Right. <laughs> as soon as it got brought back to him. <laughs> Good lord. But this part was probably my second favorite part of the entire season. Why? Was this fight. 
was just oh. I mean I mean it should be clear it was a it was a fire right. ass fight. Right, right, right. <laughs> Since I mean the last fire ass fight was Chuya beating up the people in the garden mm-hmm. and the next one was this. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely kill I really like how they worked how they put their powers together because you would not assume that you know being a were tiger and, and then, then rushing Right. You wouldn't assume that to like mix in any type of way. No. And yet they are their personalities mix either. I know. I mean, but they're basically ever mixed. They literally have the same personality though. (laughs) They do. But one's more angry than the other. Exactly. But like to actually um, imagine that their powers would make sense together. Like I never could have seen that coming even at the beginning Mm. of the show. I would have never guessed that that was where they were going with it. But Mm. watching them, actually fight with their powers is like so dope i don't even know how to explain it like and the fact that like they they went against somebody that like they were technically on in his territory in his space mm-hmm. because of the fact that he was a earth wielder you can't run away from that while you're standing on earth while you're standing on earth like you're not freaking captain planet who can night to make it even worse right so like i'm just the fact that they were able to to defeat him and he wasn't like i'm not gonna say that he was that super strong but it's just the fact that they were touching earth and that's his yeah. and they yeah. were able to just not only beat him but like the way they were able to outsmart him also mm-hmm. on his own Very impressive. yeah i th- one scene that i that i thought was really funny for from or before that is when Atushi turned into were tiger. He turned into half were tiger, and he was like, "All right, get on my back." And they were chasing. Oh yeah, the, the, uh, cannibal virus wielder, and he's literally like, he's not even sitting on Atushi. He's literally perched on him, like he's on the edge of a building, like Batman, with his one <laughs> arm up and one arm holding the back of Atushi's shirt. He's like, "You're not, an, you're not a comfortable ride." And I'm like, "Is this supposed to be?" a nice little train ride like what is going on is this supposed to be you chilling out in a tesla no of course it's not comfortable first of all you're standing on him (laughs) if you sit down and ride him like a horse it might be a little bit more comfortable your knees probably popping and shit it'll hurt (laughs) that is not comfortable whatsoever at all i'm not surprised that it's not that part was actually hilarious I mean, that, that the whole part leading up to their fight was funny. <laughs> Them arguing with each other the whole time. They're chasing the um, the cannibalism user. Like, they literally can't just put their differences aside. It's really Octagawa, though. It re- it's fully him. Like It's 100% he, him. He can't get over that shit, bro. And I'm like, Octagawa, shut up. He okay? gets on my damn nerves, I swear. I like him, but at the same time, I'm just, I just want to put tape on his mouth. He's grown on me by this time. Yeah, like that was one of the main reasons why I couldn't stand him in the beginning. It's because, but like, sh- at least now you know he's talking all his shit, but he is still helping. So that's why, mm-hmm. like, I don't hate him now. Right. He's like, shut up. He's just such a one track mind, man. And like, th- yeah, that's how you know that like Atushi is, in my opinion, more mature than even though he doesn't know as much about his own ability because he just found out that he had it. He's way more mature than Octagawa is. Because of that sense, he can put shit aside to help the greater good and not complain about it and it not be a problem. Right. And that's why I will say that I like Atushi a little bit better 
than Octagawa, even though in certain aspects, I definitely do like Octagawa. He has less personality, but... Who has less personality? Atsushi. Oh, yeah, he does. Like, if they took part of Atsushi and put it it in Octagawa, I wouldn't like Atsushi at all. I would like Octagawa. So, yeah. They just need to... Octagawa just need to get out of control. Which he, he never was very did. much a background character in this season, which I was okay with. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> same, same, honestly, with Atushi. I feel like Atushi was kind of a background character for the first half, at least. Yeah. Like, he was in some scenes a little bit here and there. Honestly, same with second, second season as well. Yeah. That he was a background character too, kind of, for that. Which I, that, and this is another reason why I like this show. You don't always see the background character. You do get a good chunk of shit for everybody. You know? This would so, mean that I don't really like the main character very much, so I'm glad that I don't have to see him all the time. Right. <laughs> you know, I sometimes I forget that he's even the main character. Yes, because I'm always I always forget Dazai is not the main character of the yes. show. Until he comes back up, I'm like, oh yeah, Atushi, you are a thing. You are a person. <laughs> Hello, how you doing? <laughs> That's literally my thought process on that. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. This is supposed to be about you. Oh, yeah, you again. Okay. You again. Right, right, right. So they finally, like, get end up getting the virus, the virus wielder, which he's such a, a wimp that I'm like, bro, it took all of this. It took all of Port Mafia and the detective agency to catch him, but it's only took that hard, or it was only that hard because of Fyodor. Yes, that's the only reason. Because the cannibalism guy isn't was literally a pawn mm-hmm. he was not making any plays or doing any decisions or anything like that no, from they the just jump needed that. exactly like they just needed him for his ability so really they went in for fjorder like mm-hmm. and fjorder wasn't, wasn't even there he, he wasn't, wasn't there yeah. he wasn't even there this whole time that blew my mind too because they kept showing the little freaking crate that he was supposedly in that was like makeshift into like a little house room type of thing mm-hmm. to find out that he's in some fucking cafe, probably in France. I don't know. No, he wasn't in France, but he's <laughs> in some cafe somewhere just chilling, drinking tea, coffee, whatever, eating a crumpet. I don't know. A crumpet. Good old time. And then he, <laughs> just when he thinks that he got away with it, here come our boy, Dazai, his twin brother. Well, all of the shit. <laughs> He was waiting for, he said, hello, brother. (laughs) (laughs) You thought I wasn't going to catch you. Hmm." I'm dead. (laughs) Just a reminder, there's still no confirmation that they are brothers. (laughs) No, 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 no. But in my mind, so I'm told otherwise, they brothers. (laughs) (laughs) I know he's the evil twin. Fjorda's the evil twin. Are you sure Dazai's not the evil twin? He was. They They were both both evil twins. (laughs) They were both evil twins. He just turned into another leaf <laughs> but if, if if Dazai really wanted to be evil again he could easily easily so until I'm told otherwise they're brothers because I want it to happen I strongly want it to happen now that we've talked <laughs> about it so but I know I like our conspiracy it's put together quite well it is quite well, <laughs> quite well. honestly too well Cause I'm, cause I'm telling you, if I, if anything that we've said in this episode comes to fruition, I'm gonna scream. Yes, no, one hundred percent. Cause me and me are really good at this shit. 
we actually are, even in our day. We actually life. are low-key psychics. <laughs> we should open up a store. Whole lot of vodka, psychic store. <laughs> anyway, so of course, Dazai with his smart self, um, capturing his twin brother. Um, still <laughs> don't know what Fyodor's ability is at this point because he ends up killing a cop. Yeah. In this scene, just by the cop touching him. And Fyodor, when he first saw Dazai, I've like obviously we've never seen that face on him. He was genuinely shocked as to how Dazai got there and how he knew because he really thought he, he got away. Him. Yeah, he got away. He pulled the wool over their eyes. And this is why we think that they're siblings. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> what made like what would made it? was Fitzgerald, how he was there and Fyodor was like, eyes of God, that's how you got my ass. Yep. For him. If yeah. It, and I just and I real like I remember watching this and and seeing Fitzgerald's like part of the show of the season. And then later on realizing I'm like, so why the fuck did we see Fitzgerald get the eye of God? Like what the hell was this supposed to be about? Like I don't understand. And then the fact that at the very end, not it was such a very small scene, small, so part, subtle too, so subtle, literally made the whole season just collectively be one, and it made sense as to why we saw Fitzgerald's side of it, everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Damn, the writing for this show is really just impeccable." Mm-hmm. And I was honestly, Nia, I was honestly afraid that you wouldn't find this show as good as I did. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it was. Like, it just, I just, because I don't know. When I, was I can understand it, you feeling that way when you told me to watch Assassination Classroom. Right. But, I <laughs> but, like there something, but the thing is, like, you also don't like main characters a lot. And, and I, still I don't like this main character. Right. And you, no, but I'm talking about you don't like main character, a lot of main characters in a lot of animes, like Assassination Classroom, you didn't like him. Um, you don't like Midoriya. Uh, who else would you like? Him, Atushi. Like so, when I was <laughs> watching, <laughs> when I was watching this, and I was seeing Atushi, I didn't like Atushi. So I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "Should I tell me about this?" <laughs> I mean, but I still like. I can still like a show without liking the main character. Right, but you talk so much about the main characters and how much you don't like them that sometimes I'm really afraid to show you animes. Like for Tokyo Revengers, I also hate Takamichi. That is true, but I think you already wanted to watch Tokyo Avengers before I said anything. You had never heard of Bongo Street Dogs. That's different. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, like, and also, like, the art style I thought was really cool. So I was like, oh, you would enjoy that. But I just, I just don't know. I just knew that there was going to be one person that you were going to like, and it was going to be Dazai. That's the only person that I could actually vouch that would make you want to watch the show. Nothing else. So that's why I was like, <laughs> fair enough. No. Because oh. I do like. Chuya, but like we definitely don't see him enough. Right. I completely forgot to even say, oh yeah, she might like Chuya. But I just knew that Dazai, because he's literally the main character. Even though he's not. Um, in the show, I knew that you were gonna like him. I yeah. just didn't know about Chuya because of the fact that you didn't see enough of him. So I didn't know if you were actually gonna enjoy him as much as I did. Because of the fact that she was Chuya was the reason I watched the entire show anyway right he wasn't the reason for you so yeah 
I don't know. That's my take on it. I just didn't know if you were going to like it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Time, time out, time out, time out. We didn't even talk about the fact that Chuya Rampelson went to a novel and Chuya did not oh come back. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I'm pretty Literally. sure Chuya's still stuck in there. He's still stuck in there. Poe made him a little novel or whatever the fuck for this specific fight for Rampo. And Rampo comes back and he goes, they're like, oh, yeah. So what happened to Chuya? He's like, I saw all 50 or not 50, 500 criminals <laughs> and and the whole everything. Chuya just gave up and started beating people up. And I was like, so you couldn't even help him? They ain't friends. I mean, they're not <laughs> friends, but they've teamed up together. Like, Rampo said, I don't know you. They're part, they're part of this. I mean, they're not part of the same organization, but they're a part of the whole same, like, peace, want peace in Japan type shit. All we've seen from the beginning of the show is that the Port Mafia and... From season one all the way to season yeah, one? Yeah, like this whole time, okay. all we've seen is that they just do not fuck with each other. We've known that from the very jump. And they've only tolerate each other when they absolutely need to. Exactly. But they're, but they're for the same shit. They just go about it differently. So I don't understand why they're hating each other so much. Y'all still want peace? Octagawa, Mori Sensei, Chuya, all y'all want to do is kill people to get that peace. <laughs> Where the detective agency is over here solving crimes and, you know, making sure that they even say it in the show that the Port Mafia, they control the underground. Mm -hmm. And the detective agency controls the up the upper ground or whatever. They even said with the when um when the building exploded with uh President and Morrison in it, they said that the that the detective agency they protected the dawn or something like that. They talked about a specific time of the day and then Port Mafia is the night and then mm -hmm. the cat dude is the day or some shit. They even said that. So I'm just don't understand. They protect different things for the same reason. Stop <laughs> hating on each other. As long as y'all don't <laughs> each other, that's all that matters, bro. Get along, please. Honestly, no, stay like hilarious. that because I like y'all the way y'all are now. Honestly, yeah. I think it's hilarious <laughs> that Chuya is still in there. I mean, they better get his ass out, but I think it's hilarious that he's in there. I think a part of season four might be, you know, I don't know how they're going to like incorporate that, but I really would like for them to incorporate this, the novel or <gasps> they're probably going to tell us like what happened between Rampo-san and Chuya and how Chuya didn't get out. Mm -hmm. But or I think that there's going to be a reason they need Chuya in season four. Mm, that too. That's because they can't too. just keep his ass in there. He's too useful. Right. So they could do both, honestly, like in the beginning. Yeah. Give us an episode of what happened with them two in there. And then like later on, be like, oh, we need them. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to be like, has anyone seen Chuya? Like the people at Poor Mafia. <laughs> Literally. How are they going to cover? How is Detective Agency going to cover that up? That he's just stuck in there. And the fact that Poe's little raccoon, Edgar Allan Poe's raccoon, took the book off. So it's not even oh, like Port Mafia has the book that Chewie is in. Poe has it. And Poe is a part of... What is The guild, right? Is he a part of the guild? I think so. That's what I want to say that he is. I don't and think he's, he's a part of Port Mafia. Yeah. So I'm like... 
now, so I feel like they might have to go to the guild and persuade the guild to, hey, give us back Chuya. We need him. <laughs> um, Freaking Fitzgerald with his swanky ass is probably going to be like, oh, what are you going to give me? Like, <laughs> Give yeah, me money. They definitely kidnapped him and are holding him hostage. Yes. For which sure. is Either that or they want him for themselves. You know, I mean, which is they got bounties on everybody. Chuya is not going to go with the asses. Uh, he's in the book. He don't have no choice. Yeah, but like to use him, you can't use him if he's in the fucking book. True, yeah. I meant when I meant use him, I meant like, you know, how they had the bounty on um, like ransom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I'm fine with him being in the book because that means that they got to bring him back in season four. They can't just leave him in that book for the whole season. They That'd better be not have him in the book for the whole season. Because I feel like Chuya is a favorite character. They can't do that. If it was mm-hmm. freaking Naomi, nobody would care. <laughs> At all. <laughs> Only Light Snow would care. Yeah. So they're going to bring my boy Chuya. They're going to bring our boy Chuya back. And I'm happy about that. Even if he wasn't the book. Bring his ass back. And that was our lovely little Bungo Stray Dog season three. <laughs> Stay tuned for season four. Because we are two. <laughs> but anyway, we'll see y'all then. Peace. Bye. Well, that's a wrap on this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed our talk on Bungo Stray Dogs, and we hope you come back next Wednesday. Next episode, we begin our bonus break with the discussion of quirks of 1A. Don't forget to connect with us at bakahanasu at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Whole Lotta Baka. Info in the show notes below, and don't forget to subscribe. Bye.